guys we're on hey <laughs> hey you guys um, hi that we are on live so far streaming live on Facebook and um, so my name is Tiffany Warner I am a licensed mental health counselor and your host of moments of clarity and we are live with with the sensational first female rap group from the 80s with a platinum record from supersonic JJ fad and Thank you guys so much for being here and for being a guest on Moments of Clarity. It's such an honor. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I know everyone, everyone knows the song Supersonic. I mean, it's just one of those catchy songs that I think everyone knows, especially it's been remade in that Sonic the Hedgehog. And I think Fergie kind of redid something with Fergalicious. And it was from Platinum in what, 1988. So I wanted to kind of start in the beginning what it was like for you guys at such a young age to have all that fame and to come up with a platinum record and um, what it was like in the beginning and kind of going through what, how it went throughout the years having to take a pause from that and then get back into it. But um, I don't know, JB, would you like to start? Like, what? How old were you guys when you started in the music industry way back? Okay, Baby D was 15. Can you believe that? Don't sassy C and I. 15, wow. That must have been like amazing to be on the stage and such a sensation at such a young age. Yes, and Sassy C and I were 20, 21. Wow. So. Well, how did you guys all meet in the first place? Um, Baby D and I, we lived in the same neighborhood. And I was best friends with her cousin, and she introduced me to her, and then that's how we met. And you guys just automatically knew that you could write lyrics, or was that that talent, or something you had to practice, or? No, it was, um, when I decided to put a group together, um, I held auditions in my mom's den, and um, people just came through and auditioned, and then I was like, I'm not finding anybody, and so then her cousin's like, well, I, my little cousin, she knows how to beatbox. And I was like, yeah, right. Get out of here. All the females know how to beatbox. And she was like, no, really, no, really she does. And I was like, okay. So when she came in, I was absolutely blown away, not only by her beatboxing skills, but just by her, um, her rapping skills as well. So that's how we got put together. Wow. So you, you decided to put the group together, JB. And then, and then you guys just kind of, practice and um how did you guys get discovered with the label well wait can you can you hear me yes yeah yeah <laughs> so so orig originally when we first all got together it was five of us so the jj fad was us five girls which okay. was wana juanita fatima anna dania so we were five girls originally and then everybody wanted to do their own thing because we was doing it as a you know, we, we want to make this song and all this and so on and so forth, but we weren't doing anything. So since it was just like, uh, you know, the other girls left, then we met Sassy. So then we got Sassy in the group and then we hooked up and then the song actually blew up. And mm -hmm. from there on, we, it was JJ Fat. That's really great. <laughs> So, Michelle, how, or Sassy C, sorry. Um, <laughs> how is, was that, how, how did you guys react to that fame so young at an age? How did that, 
it was great. Impact you back in the day. Like, it was funny because we were um, really popular everywhere, but in LA at first. <laughs> it was right. Like, <laughs> our hometown was, was really acknowledging us because they were like, we know you guys. Uh-uh. But when yeah. we go other places, I mean, they would like, be all at the airport, like hoping to see us, get autographs and stuff. We come home, it was like cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is so That's true. true. That's true. true. <laughs> they would have noticed anyone where you were from, but everywhere else. Yep. It's kind of funny. That's a little bit backwards, wouldn't it be? It get off the plane yeah. waiting for all the people to be snapshotting, photographing, and filming, and there's nobody there. <laughs> you get home. It's like, Oh, oh, it's y'all. It's just y'all. Y'all back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So when you guys, how, um, how long did it take before you got awarded the platinum record for supersonic? Oh, um, it took, a, let's see. I don't know. I don't know how long it actually took for us to become platinum, but it was pretty, it was pretty quick. I mean, we were surprised it went gold first. Mm. So we were actually shocked that it went gold. And then all of a sudden we were like, Oh my gosh, it's gold already. And I think it was maybe, maybe three months, not even that. What do you think, baby? D? I don't remember how long it took us to go gold, but it was fast. Yeah. Not long at all because, um, on what, what was it? My sweet 16 birthday party. We uh, had yes. the before that, but we were actually presented it, um, from Jerry Heller and easy. So wow. that was pretty amazing at the time. Nice 16th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone could top that for their sweet 16. Right, right. Yes. Are, some people get a driver's license. You get a platinum record. Yes, 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 yes. That's it amazing. was awesome. Is that, are those the records behind you, JB? On their yes, wall? yes. Oh, that's some of them. I don't know if you can see them, but um, yeah. we had that. We had the number one billboard, which is above my head, the top one. That was the number one dance song on Billboard back in the 80s. So it was kind of cool to um, just have all those accolades. I wanted to go back to like when we first started because um, when we first heard the song playing on the radio in the car, oh my gosh, you should have seen us. We all went completely nuts. We were like, oh my God, it's on the radio. Ah, We officially made it. (laughs) So it was just really, it was really exciting. Just a really good time. I bet we're, you were guys were all together when you first heard it. Yeah, uh, that's something you don't forget. That's um, that's really amazing. It's, it's kind of funny because I hear my radio show if it's on replay, and I'm just driving, and I'm like, I'm on the radio, but I didn't have a hit song. I can imagine. I can never imagine that. That's amazing, especially at such a young age. Yeah. So, what caused the pause? Like where you guys decided to to put down the microphone, I guess, so to speak, and kind of take, take time off. Life kind of happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. What do you mean, Sassy? Um, we all had families, you know, um, some of the touring and stuff wasn't as, um, what, what, what's the word? Active. Active. Good work. And then, and then our producers had other um, artists to work with, so we had some downtime on our on our um, time on our clock on our watch. So we decided to, you know, let's. It's getting older. Even though I was still young, was yeah, you were still in school, right? Uh, yeah, right. Well, after because I think we toured by about three times, three three yeah. years straight before before we actually sat down. 
Yeah. Supersonic blew up so big that we just yeah. went from there. I was torn, torn. We jumped on three or four tours <laughs> during our time and we just kept going, kept going. We went for a good three years at least. So did yeah. you did you go to school like on tour or did you wait and then go back to school after? Um, well, Jerry and them had set up a tutor for me, even though I was being rebellious. I was like, I didn't want to do that. I want to do what everybody else was doing. But they did set it up for me. So I've seen them a couple of yeah. times. And then I, I, wanted, I wanted to do what, I, what everybody Baby else was doing. D, sure did. Baby D. Yeah. <laughs> I, was the ba- I was the baby. They spoiled me. So. That's right. That's right. She was they the baby. That's for sure. That's where you get mm-hmm. the nickname. Baby yes. D. Nobody <laughs> called Sassy C. We're um, very sassy personality. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and JB was just my name, so <laughs> nothing special there. <laughs> but I wanted to. The funny thing is, is back when we were um, first starting to tour, we had a decision to make, and it was like one of the hardest decisions that we've ever had to make. But we absolutely made the right one, and the decision was that our manager Jerry Hiller, he was like, "You guys have a choice." You can go on a national tour with Run DMC or you guys can go to Japan and tour in Japan. Wow. And we were like, oh my gosh, that is so hard. But, you know, we wanted to be with our hip hop brothers and sisters and we wanted to see what it's like to be on a real hip hop tour. So we chose the Run DMC tour and it was the best decision we could have ever made because we had such a good time and it was mm. the first national hip hop tour ever. And it sold out everywhere we went. So it was absolutely the right decision. But the bummer part is we never got to go to Japan. <laughs> I know, right? Can we go? Oh, oh no, I don't want to go now. No. Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still time. You guys, um, so you guys gave up, um, put down the microphone and... And Baby D finally decided to comply with school. (laughs) 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 And then you guys um, raised families, things like that, and then got back together and decided to start performing again, right? Not that long ago? Or how long ago? Is he still Um, performing now? It's been about what? About eight years now? So do you guys know him for now? That we've been back. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, it's been about eight or nine years, I think, that we've been back on the road, maybe a little bit less than that. But um, it was easy for us to come together because by the time that we wanted to go back on the road, our families were um, our families were already more, getting older. So we felt comfortable touring and leaving them, you know, with our significant others or with family members while we went on the road. So it was a really easy decision for us to come back together. We were super excited. Yeah. Right. And then you, but you had to leave your family, your kids and stuff like that, but they were a little older. It's that you didn't feel so negligent or that you were kind of leaving your family behind, but at the same time you could still do what you loved. Yes. It's a little different this time. Absolutely. Because like before we, when we were on a tour, it was constant. Like now we do dates. So we're not gone so long. Right. One at a time, you know, like every weekend or something like that. So it's different. Yes. So to get to the mental health part, when you guys had to put down the microphone and spend time with the family, it's kind of a change of identity. You go from platinum record, world famous female rap artists and everything to motherhood, family, and a huge identity change. And how did that impact you? 
I think we, I think we all should answer this separately because it impacted everybody different, but I'm going to start. So in the very beginning, when we figured out like, okay, we're probably not going to be doing this for a while. You know, it was kind of, it was kind of sombering. It was kind of sad, but then we had our children as not a distraction, but as something else to focus on. So it wasn't really that bad in the very beginning. It was like, wow, what are we going to do now? But then once you start, you know, you're involved with your family, your kids, you know, their sports and everything like that, it made it a little bit easier. But, um, I think because we had other things to, that for me, because I had something else to focus on, it wasn't as hard. So it didn't affect it affect me as much. Did I miss being on the road? Did I miss doing music? Absolutely. But it was kind of on the back burner because then at that time, my family became my priority. Right. Well, yeah. how are we all going to uh, answer separate and we all got the same answer? <laughs> oh, see, I thought you guys were different. <laughs> no, 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 not really. I mean, we are different, but, you know, family uh-huh. first. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So yeah, that is that was a great answer. You yeah, know, we, we, you were like we that, or eighteen, right? So I have I have a child that that was that age. So yes, mm-hmm. so eighteen. I abandoned her, and um, you know, I left her, um, and I was an unfit mother. No, I'm just playing, you guys. <laughs> and I was nobody say, what is she what is she talking about <laughs> nobody corrected me they just let me go on yeah i did I, my my, I was my first along with your joke i was going to put on yeah but my daughter no she i did have her at 18 so yeah it was a uh, it wasn't like she said it wasn't a distraction but the love that my first love like that what i had for her it was like oh let me be a mother, you know? So mm-hmm. it wasn't where, yes, I did. Like she said, miss it, miss the music, miss the studio, miss everything. But then I had a whole baby right there that I had to take care of. So it wasn't like she said, it wasn't really hard to actually be like, I have to be a mother now, a mother first. Yeah. Yeah. Is it baby daddy run DMC? <laughs> <It's just> ah! <laughs> <laughs> regular old smeggler. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? Or Sassy, sorry. That's, you know what? I told you I answered anything. It was fine. <laughs> um, for me, I think it, it wasn't a it wasn't a hard transition, but it was a um whew, what's the word? I don't want to say sobering because I never drank or anything. Um, but <laughs> in that feel of it, um, it kind of felt like that because there's nothing like being on a stage. You're mm-hmm. you're behind the stage and they're introducing you, and the crowd is just going crazy, you know. And then they say JJ Fab, and then they just erupt. There's nothing like that. So right. that was really difficult to, um, you know, come from there. To, mommy, can I have juice? Can I? You know, you're like, what? <laughs> you love your kids. You know what I mean? It's such a different type of uh, need, you know, whereas we were out there touring and doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you're going to pick kids up from school. Mm. And, you know, and oh, no, when somebody the first time somebody called me, man, I'm like. Who are you calling ma'am? You know, because <laughs> I'm somebody's mother. I'm like, I'm not a ma'am. <laughs> you know, you just don't equate to that. But so that kind of transition was a little different. But I loved it. You know, every every minute. I, I never was one of those. Oh, I'm gonna do crafts with you and all that kind of stuff. No. But you know, um, it was that type of transition to get into being a mom. 
versus on stage. Sorry, I'm leave your kids into music. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, two of my kids are really talented. Well, shoot, now Kylan is producing. Yeah, they're 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 catching it. They definitely are. That's, that happens a lot. So, um, especially with music and artists and things that kids usually take after their parents on that level. How did you guys keep the fame from going to your heads? Like back in the day too, it's being so young. Oh, I could totally answer that. Grounded, uh, <laughs> because I still was, um, I still was living with my mom and my dad. And so we come off tour and I would send money home in the mail. Mom, put this away. Mom, put this away, you know, come home. And she'd be like, I haven't seen that much money like it for herself. She's like, I haven't seen that much money like ever. And then she was like, I can't believe you guys are doing all this. So, but it was funny because she, you know, she was excited and happy for me. But the minute I came home, it was like, okay, make sure your room is clean. Yes. You need to take out the trash. Yeah. You're a star out in the world, but here you're my daughter and you're home and you're going to follow these rules. So it was kind of humbling but it made me realize, you know, that's right, that there's a persona that you have when you're out there. But when you come home, that's home. And that's where you go back to who you are. My name is Juana and I'm my mom and dad are here and I do this and I do that. That's a whole different persona that when you're on than when you're on stage. And I have to credit my mom for that because she always made sure that I was, you know, grounded and made sure that I knew, you know, you're one person here and you're another person out there. So that's what made that's, me that's, stable. That is true. And for myself, I, th- I just think it's within the person. Um, when you just keep it 100, you keep it 100, whether you big, small, whatever. So um, I know a lot of people are like, if I have this money, I'll do this and do that. And I'll be here to do that. It's, it's in the person. It's in the person. Because yeah. some people like we'd have met. And if I see this person today as, as far as a star, oh, hey, how you doing? The same way I would have acted. 25 years ago, I wouldn't snub them. You know what I mean? So I see stars to this day that's way bigger now that they were then, and they snub us uh, as a group, right. as a person, right. which I think is in the person. So as myself, I keep it 100, been keeping it 100, and I'm always be 100. <laughs> that's what I was telling JB in the beginning, like before you guys took forever to log on. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> all those rats come up with all those links and can't log into Zoom. <laughs> shots fired, shots fired. I tell you, I, I, I talked to a lot of celebrities and things like that, and, and some of them are just, you know, really, um, you know, stuck up in their own head to put it nicely, I guess. And, and, and that you guys were just so pleasant and so nice and so like just welcoming and just sweet just from the start. And I just thought Thank that you. was because you don't meet many celebrities and stars like that, that just are just genuinely nice and supportive of right. each other. I love how, how nice you are to each other right now, you know? No. Yeah. What I was saying about the transition part thing, I think it wasn't hard for me because I wasn't into me. You know, it's like I'm the same no matter what. You know, whether I was in the group or out of the group, I was still sassy. I still have the same little sassy mouth and, you know, everything else across the board. And, um, like, my my mother-in-law, she she had these expectations of, like, this star person. And then she met me and she was like, 
you're so different than what I expected. I expected you to be this, this, and this. And she's like, but you're nice. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's why we get along so well is because we all are pretty much the same as far as our genuineness, yes. our love for God, our personalities, you know, that's what keeps us together as a group. That's what keeps us together as sisters. We call each other sisters because that's how we feel. Like if we have anything that's bothering us, we come to each other and say, Hey, you know what? I didn't like this or I didn't like that. And that took a while to get to that point, to that point. When we were younger, if we were mad, we were just mad. But as we got older and came back, we learned how to communicate. We learned how to talk to each other. We learned how to be um, 100, as Dania would say, 100 with each other. And just make sure that we, you know, kept those lines of communication open Mm -hmm. at all times. And I think that's what makes us so strong and makes us so close as a group. That's so important to be assertive with one another and to not, you know, not gossip, not to, you know, be passive aggressive, to be completely assertive with our friends is what keeps people honest and keeps people, the relationship is called, you know, effective communication to Mm -hmm. be able to express how we feel and have our feelings validated in return keeps people friends for life. It seems like you guys have been friends Mm -hmm. For life, but um, but being that you are a counselor, I actually have counseling, and she has taught me how to to communicate more effectively because mm-hmm. I had no clue. You know, if I got mad, it was I was mad, and I was like and sassy. Uh, and, <laughs> exactly, no. But she gave me tools and stuff of how to, you know, s- slow it down, um, mm-hmm. not say what I want to say in the moment because a lot of it is emotion, you know, right, yeah. to effectively get out what I'm trying to say. And that took a while. It, it really does. Yeah. time. Um, yeah. To learn that. And um, that has helped us too, because like JB said, you know, it takes a lot of communication and um, talking things out in any relationship, whatever relationship you're in. And for us to have been, you know, friends for so long, I, I really miss them. I mean, we haven't seen mm-hmm. each other. We were supposed to have a date um, when it was two times. It was, yeah, March. Yeah. And March 28th. <laughs> and I'm forward to that because we have so much fun together, you know. Yeah, together and and also getting to do what we love, and so I, I miss them. But it 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 does. It takes time to get to that point. And nice. Sassy, don't you work in a hospital right now? With as a hero as well. A respiratory therapist who actually I work with COVID patients yes. every time I work. And wow, that is amazing. So not only a super it is, and we thank you. We thank you. you know what? So we're talking about our relationship. I just feel like you know what God is using me in that yeah. arena because there are people that don't get to see their families. Oh, look, don't give me. I don't want to start. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I feel like he uses me to just say it's okay it's okay when they don't have the opportunity to you know see their families or talk with them you know someone that comes in just smiles or talks to them or whatever it can be because literally they are quarantined off we look like (laughs) i'm well definitely dating myself it was like et when they had all those things on literally that's what we are we're all um 
in um, masks and mm-hmm. gowns and stuff. And, you know, that's that's a scary thing, especially yeah. we have patients that don't only even speak English. You know, we have to use right. um, phones to communicate with them. And it's 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 pretty deep. It is. It's and I, I do scary. have a counselor that I talk to because the emotions, things that I didn't even think about, things that I wasn't prepared for come up. You know, it's, it's, you get it from so many different um, areas, but yeah. Mm. The, the, the helpers need help themselves, you know, and what you're doing, what you've done and what you're doing is amazing. Two different sensational supersonic things. <laughs> my God knows. They definitely do not know. I mean, I'm covered up like this. So you can't even see my face when, you know, when I go in, all my hair is up and everything because you don't want to get it in your hair, you know on my face so nobody knows ever it's funny too because we all we all hold jobs we all hold regular jobs and part of you know holding a regular job is just being who you are at that job so i don't tell anybody like what i do but eventually it comes out because of the internet so eventually and i'm a school nurse by the way and my schools are closed so i miss my kiddos so much um but they don't don't recognize you uh, well, it, that's how it ends, ends up coming out eventually, but I try to stay incognito as much as I can. And then when it comes out, it's just out there, but I don't go in to my job, you know, saying, Oh, I'm so-and-so, you know, it's yeah. just, I'm, yeah. I'm your school, I'm your school nurse. I'm yeah. also like, I have a little cheer team at school that I absolutely love working with. So, you know, you just go in as your everyday person and then eventually it comes out and then it's, it's still, it's okay, but I don't go in to any job or anything saying like, this is who I am. You don't wear the shirt that baby D got on right now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> None of that. Well, no, gotta represent. Gotta represent. I, I, I was in the closet. I was in the closet. Like all I need is a shirt. Is a shirt. <laughs> so she has her underwear on, on the bottom. <laughs> all I need is a shirt. <laughs> we got some questions. But I want to, I want to, I wanted to, so while we was on family, I wanted to just discuss with uh, my daughter, you know, she's a senior this year and it's sad. I'm very sad about her not being able to walk the stage. You know, that's another thing that affected, you know, with this COVID going on and it's, it's this 2020 year. mm, 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 mm. We thought this was the year like 2020. Yeah. This is it. This is it. You know, (laughs) just just saying 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. (laughs) <laughs> my son's graduating eighth grade and i don't get to see him transition to high school oh so yeah it's hard. hard yes it is you so just, hard that's, it. that's a part of your song i just recognize you just saying it you go that was it yeah that wasn't it <laughs> no it was it but it was a different yeah yeah, yeah it was it <laughs> all right so he's a <laughs> Excuse me, because we're funny. COVID, COVID. I know, right? All you have to do to like rob a bank now is go in and cough. Where did you go? Um, <laughs> turn your phone. Sorry. Turn your phone around, B. D. Oh, please. <laughs> Other way. Yeah. One, one more time, girl. One more again. <laughs> everybody turned your head. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. There there, wait, no, that way. The other way. 
Oh, well, that's the way yeah. it was. It. Yeah, yeah, like that. Perfect. It, that's better. Um, some <laughs> questions. Uh, someone said, Karen Video said, remaining humble is what Stop makes me. amazing. Um, Jason Athene, um, do your kids listen to your music or are they quote unquote embarrassed by it? And oh, I, know, I, I, can, I can do that one. <laughs> asking out of just, are, are your kids, do they listen to JJ Fad or are they embarrassed? Um, Mine are like, not embarrassed, but they, they're not going to listen. <laughs> if it, like they love going to the shows and they love, you know, the, when we're on stage and they have a really good time. But as far as just like turning it on, if it's on the radio, they're like, could you turn the channel, please? <laughs> well, mine, they listen. They don't mind at all. But let me tell you one thing at them shows. Yeah, you would think mama was Beyonce up in there, you know, <laughs> they give me all the like all the glory, all the that's my mom. That's my life. But as soon as we get back to the hotel, soon as we get back to the, uh, mama, you know, no, no, I'm playing mama then. <laughs> I like but they will listen. My youngest, the very first time, because, you, you know, it was a break. So they didn't really know about it. But the first time he went to a show, he was like. You guys came about my mother's autograph? You know, it was just like he, he just <laughs> Andre. He was so hey, yeah, Andre. He was like, do, do you know who my mother is? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? <laughs> it really didn't because I was mommy like, yeah, snap. And then yeah. and then somebody coming up and then he he was just in awe of it. But now, you know, that we've been doing it again for yeah. a while. I think all of our family is really proud of us, you know. Even they it's funny because they're like, that's still just mom. So they, they understand like the impact, but they still don't, I don't think they really get it. At yeah. least mine don't, at least mine don't. Cause they're just like, mom, you're just mom, you know, that's it. you just, they don't really get like the impact, but I think deep down, like they, they're so proud, but they're just so into their own age group and they don't have a clue who we are. If they're so, but now they do because we were on Sonic the Hedgehog. So now even <laughs> now even their age group is starting. They were like, oh, oh, okay, mom. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool, you know. How did that come about with the Sonic the Hedgehog? I mean, it kind of makes sense because it's Sonic, but. Yeah, I said the same thing. It, was like, <laughs> it should have been a natural progression. Um, even when Seattle had that team, it should have been a, you know. Yes. They were the <laughs> even Sonic and Burgers. I Sonic was just going to say that, D. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting for Sonic. Sonic, come on now. Come on, Sonic Burgers. Y'all already have a Super Sonic Burger, so let's get with it. But they're uh, willing to be sponsored and promote your restaurant, your drive-through. Your that's right. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they just haven't thought of that until now. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. What about um, Fergie and the Fergalicious? You kind of stole your jam there. Such a well, it wasn't stolen. It wasn't stolen. It is. It was such an honor. You know, you have to go through contracts and stuff behind it. And we did agree. And and she did an awesome job. Awesome job. Kudos, Fergie. We love you. Yeah, we love her so much. And you know, that was during a time where you know we weren't back on the road at that time yet. So when she did that, I kind of 
boosted our career a little bit. And that's when we you know, started going back on the road. And then the money that we got from that, from her using that was just like amazing. <laughs> so, so yeah, we love her, always have loved her music. And, you know, it bothers us a little bit because people on the internet are like, she stole your song or, you know, dang, why'd she do that? Like it was almost like animosity or hatred towards her. But no, no, she she did it the right way. You know, she asked us, she told us that we were her biggest fans and she had a poster of us on her office wall. When she said that, I was like, oh, wow, yeah. that's so <laughs> awesome. Because you're just I remember like that. The ultimate. Yeah. So um, we appreciate her. We love her. And we thank her for doing that because it actually helped us. Yeah, I think I had you guys on my wall back in the day, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Um, what an honor. So more Facebook Live questions. Um, what is your fav what was your favorite experience while touring? Whoever wants to answer that. Baby D, I know what yours should be. The what? DMC thing. So go ahead and tell that story. Oh, well, you can't tell me what my favorite. Let me, <laughs> let me, dig, let me dig, dig, dig. I'm trying to think. So if you got yours already, uh, let me think. I think my favorite one, I'll go to, um, I'll let you think D. Um, yeah. my favorite one I think was when, um, Chuck D from public enemy and I, we were, we were really close friends, friends, y'all friends. <laughs> and one day we were at a hotel and in the lobby, we had finished the show and nobody was tired. So I forget what city it was in, but at the hotel, there was like a path with a bunch of trees. So Chuck D and I went for a walk. So we went for a walk and I had that one-on-one -on -one time with Chuck D who's so prolific. Who's such a, he's like a mentor to me and all his words, I just absorbed them. So I learned so much from that hour walk that we took and we've been close ever since. I still talk to him to this day, but I think just having that special person as a friend to talk to and learn from and take tips from was the ultimate. So that was like one of the best experiences for me on tour. Okay, well, I, um, not on tour, but just being in a group, I think like the best, best, I mean, just memorable was when we were nominated for a Grammy. Like, like that was just like, we went through so much to get ready and just, it was just a moment that I will never forget, ever, ever. For, I mean, I do love the DMC, uh, uh, running DMC little situation, which was, that was awesome too, but I'm talking about the most memorable and the most greatest feeling to have been honored to be nominated for a Grammy for myself. That is really cool. When nominated, you guys didn't, you, you didn't get it? No, the, uh, well, yeah. parents, just yes. don't parents just don't understand Will Smith, first principal. That would be supersonic. <laughs> yeah, yes. Hey, it was, that was a good song too, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Everyone has yeah, their own opinion. A better group to, to lose to, you know? <laughs> right, right. Phenomenal. <laughs> that was phenomenal. But um, I don't even have a story. That's so sad. I feel so shallow because you know <laughs> what came to my mind was the time, the, the jokes we used to play, you know, like oh, yeah. <laughs> with the pizza guy and stuff like that. I mean, I just thought about silly stuff. Um, I didn't know about the pizza guy. Oh, we, oh, they probably hated living with us because we always have, we always had uh, a joke or something. But one time they came, and you know we paid them and stuff. But then when you get relieved, we just like spray this silly string yeah. all over. All. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of stories. We, we did. One thing I must say about that tour, though, is that that was the most family-oriented tour that 
I've ever been on. I mean, as far as, you know, having brothers and sisters in hip hop, run DMC, EPMD, um, public enemy. We were all a huge family. And for us being the only females on that tour, we were treated so special and like little sisters and they just loved us and we just loved them. So it was really, really a family atmosphere that we just really, really loved. And there, there was nothing like that. Remember we had, we had an intro and um, they came to us. They were like, you guys should do like this. You should put this song and then do this. <laughs> and it really worked. I mean, but they yeah. come watch our show and give us, you know, critiques and uh-huh. try to help us out. So that, that's how, um, how much of a family um, situation it was. Right. Yeah. And um, they're all, legends themselves just as you guys are you know JJ, yes. everybody knows that super, like i know the one song supersonic is one that is most memorable but that's the one you guys won the platinum record for but mm-hmm. the whole album was great yeah right and the first female rap group too i mean like you see a lot of female rap or female singers now like groups and stuff like that um but not rap you know yeah i think the group um atmosphere and rap for females is pretty much gone. You don't see groups anymore. You just see solo rap mm-hmm. artists, female rap artists. I think the days of the groups are gone. And I think one of the reasons why is because it's really hard for females to get along, which is not our problem, you know, at all. Obviously. But I think, yeah. And then people, you know, I don't want to say people are greedy, but it, it, you know, you have to share that money. You have to share, you know, everything three ways and we don't mind doing it because we love what we do and we love each other. But I think people nowadays, they just want to be solo artists. They want to control their own, you know, agendas. And so, I mean, I understand it, but I really miss that whole group atmosphere and music. I think it was awesome. And, and because It'll be back. Nurse and, and <laughs> a nurse, a school nurse, a COVID nurse, what are you doing now, baby D? Um, I'm a supervisor at a hotel, which is uh, a, a hotel through our, local casino which is uh san manuel casino but i have the hotel part so i'm a supervisor there people know what you used to do or what you do yeah unfortunately they (laughs) and i don't tell anyone like yeah like she said it just get out you know you don't want to go in there like i'm this i'm that especially old school it ain't like you up in there talking about what i'm you know Nicki minaj and that like that's They ain't gonna fall over and ask you for your autograph, but when if you go in there and talk about, yeah, JJ Thanos cool, especially with these youngsters, they'd be like, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, man. Like, uh, uh, and who are you? You know, so no, it's nothing that you just go, but for some strange reason, it does get out really yeah. quick. It does. Well, especially with the Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, this whole thing, how I reached out, it was like my son had a shirt with an airplane on it that said Super Sonic on it. And then I started looking you guys up, and I was like, where do they know it? Then JB was nice enough to respond to my thing, like, not that even right away, too. And I was like, just taking a shot in the dark thinking that there's no way they're going to respond and be on the show. And you guys have been so nice and so just good good people thank you thank you thanks for having us we appreciate you as well and um the thing that the thing that we have to you know say the most is that it doesn't doesn't do anyone any good to to snub anybody or not respond to things i try to respond to every request that comes my way every single one because everybody's important to me i don't care if it's the smallest if you have two two viewers or if you have 
5,000 viewers, we're going right. to respond. And if we have the time to do, we'll definitely take the time to do it because that's just who we are. Right. Everybody hit up JJ Fad for an interview. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me spending all your time so sitting there. <laughs> um, what else? If it, what kind of advice for some people that are trying to, I guess, be entrepreneurs or, or follow their dream? What kind of in, I guess, inspirational advice for some people, especially mental health, that are suffering with social anxiety or anxiety or, or uh, maybe low self-esteem that maybe could encourage them to, to take that leap and be more, you know, um, putting themselves out to, to either publish a book or post a blog or um, things that they or maybe shy to do or don't have that self-confidence. Sassy, I think you could take that one because mm -hmm. I, I love, I love your work. <laughs> Sassy. This Go ahead, Sassy. Now. Seriously though, because you have, you're combined inside and you can practice and do whatever, you know, look in the mirror, use it as the baseboard, um, just like you're doing now and build your confidence up and then just hit live. I mean, it, that's where it starts. This is a great time because we didn't have all the social media. Um, when we were out, I think it might have helped us a, a lot. You know, a lot of what we had was just based off of us touring and the song. Can you imagine, you know, having this platform to, to mm. um, talk with fans and interact and go back and forth with them? It would really make us, um, would have made us a lot bigger. So when you're at home mm. and using this time, just go for it. You'll be surprised at how many people you can touch because you think, that your, your thing is like, nobody wants to see me. Nobody wants to listen to me. But you'll be surprised if you just start out and put it out there. And, and people will respond. And that'll build your confidence and do it again. It'll build more confidence. And you just keep going because you have to believe in yourself even when nobody right. else. Because you have something that God intended for you to share with other people. And a lot of times we, we are our worst enemy because we'll, we'll talk ourselves out of it or whatever. Right. But just hit it, you know. Once you hit live, you can't go back. You know, remember right. you, can, you can tape yourself and erase it or stuff. But when you hit live, boom, that's it. It's live. Go for it. Just go for it. We live. Yeah. Man. Don't give up. Don't ever give up on your passion. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Just make right. sure that anything that you think that you can do, just know in within your heart that you can do it. And the thing that I think works so good for people is if you have a dream, don't keep that dream inside. Write it on a piece of paper, put it on your mirror and say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work my butt off until I get to where I want to be and just keep going for it. Don't keep it inside. You got to let it out and you got to follow your passion. Yeah, that's great. That's great information as well. Good advice. I like that. Be yourself. You know, don't let nobody take nothing from you and make you do it the way they want you to do it. You do it how you do it. It's your dream. Right. And like she said, to take it and run with it. Hit live. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than regret. You know, at the end of the day, wishing yeah, that they would have done something and and didn't, or you know, that having regret. You know, but when I worked in hospice and people are on their dying bed, it's not like they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I accomplished this goal or whatever. They're <laughs> so, I, wish I, have, I wish I would have gotten that degree, or I wish I would have taken that chance, or the regret. It's. Yeah. It's, you know, follow your dream is, that's, I love that you guys said that and everything. And it's really good advice for a lot of the listeners who are thinking about doing something like, especially during this time, are you guys with the pandemic and the stay at home? And I know that 
Sassy works at the COVID floor and everything, but um, are you guys using this stay at home time um, to work on anything special, the extra time that we're basically forced to have, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it gives you time to really think about what you want to, what you want to do with your life. It gives you time to do things that you didn't have time to do before. The only downfall is what I call the quarantine 15, <laughs> which means keep your butt out of that refrigerator and out of that pantry. <laughs> Stop cooking so much. <laughs> and I think it's just out of boredom, you know, so it's like, Stop with the quarantine 15, get your exercise in. I try to exercise every single day so that I don't gain that quarantine 15. But um, just take the time to do the things that you wouldn't normally do simply because you didn't have time to do it. I'm doing a lot of writing. I'm doing a lot of, you know, following through and following up on things that I've wanted to do, but just never had time to do. So we all want to do a documentary. So I'm trying to get started on writing that and making sure that, you know, right. facts are correct. And baby D, I call her the elephant because she remembers everything. <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, that's, and I, hey, that's young brain, that young brain, but it's forgetting now. It's starting iPhones back in the day, but you had baby D around to call you out on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always calling her and asking her, what happened here? Because somebody said yeah. this and I don't remember that. And it's just like, don't you remember when? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember. But um, I, I just really want, we have such an intriguing story that really needs to get out there. And we're just waiting for the right person to back it, just finish writing it and getting it out in front of the public. Because I'm telling you, when this documentary, movie, film, whatever goes out, people are going to be amazed at the stories and the behind the scenes that we tell. There's so much that went on within <laughs> those 30 years that's yeah. so intriguing and so interesting and the people that we came across the people that we met the things that happened in our own lives mm -hmm. are just incredible so you know i'm just working on starting from the beginning and getting all the way to till now so i'm right. having time to actually sit down and write that so i'm super super hoping that somebody will pick that up and 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 run with it because it really it's a story that needs to be told I wanted to um, kind of encourage your listeners too. You were talking about that. Like you guys change the way you look at it, change the way that you're looking at what's happening. Don't look at it like, Oh my God, I'm confined. I can't do anything. Look at it as an opportunity to encourage yourself to do things like, like JB said that you haven't done. It's right. always the way you look at things. You know, you can't change what happens around you, but you can change the way that you look at it. Mm -hmm. um, I used to have to drive two hours to, well, an hour to work and an hour back. I would be so mad, you know, but when I looked at it as an opportunity to have me time and listen to, you know, self-help tapes and stuff, it changed that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So just change the way you look at um, being stuck in, when I don't say stuck in the house, don't <laughs> say a positive, more positive way, right. change the opportunity to be at home. Yeah, and not only that, and not only that, it's the bonding time with your family. I mean, it, it's true, you know, everybody's running in and out, school, work, this, that, and the other. And, you know, now it's like, okay, now we have this family time and let's just, you know, humble ourselves and let's get it together because this, this time is probably not going to ever come again, you know, not with us, but, you know, take advantage of this time that we do have with our families and our friends. Uh, even if it's on FaceTime and the family inside the house, you know, but we do have time because we don't rarely have time like this, like right. ever. 
So this is a good time to actually reach out to your family and find out if anything was bothering them and let's uh, work with it. Let's work together on fixing it. And, but it's bonding time. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I, I think my cat's sick of me. My dog is sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a lap cat. Now she's like hiding in a corner. <laughs> yeah, like, do you, don't you got somewhere to go? It's <laughs> <laughs> serious. I say that and it's of it. People think I'm joking, but no. <laughs> alone. <laughs> go to work. <laughs> yeah, but it's so, so true. Then the kids are homeschooled now, you know, virtually it's virtual school and everything had to readjust, but it's um I, I definitely agree with taking the time to work on those projects that you've never had time to do and that that life got in the way and didn't have time to accomplish these things and now there's no excuse and it's what sassy was saying too like that that um don't don't doubt yourself we are our own worst critic but we need to be our own best friends and right. and believe in ourselves and take chances because you know at least we said at least we can say we tried i mean rather than didn't my whole life (laughs) 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 so where are you guys going to be moving forward i guess once the of course the the quarantine's over we're just still performing like yeah we're just going to continue performing you know going on the road and doing our shows that's the highlight of our lives right now (laughs) um because we like we get to see each other at all Huh? Are you at all? Do what? Florida a lot. Plans to come to Florida at all? Oh yeah, we yeah, Florida. We go to Florida a lot. Florida mm-hmm. loves us, and we love them. That's <laughs> where we're, we're at, located at. If you're gonna have to let me know, <laughs> so yeah, promote when we'll you let you know. Florida's yeah. so we can see you and um Absolutely. and support and love to see you guys perform and um and it's just it's so good to see you guys doing so so great and so like still together and and it's just um what a great group to be in and friends and everything where can we find a tour schedule where there's no tour schedule right now because of covid (laughs) for for anyone there's no anything going on right now but in the future is there is there a website or anything that people can follow you on or anything i can promote that you want um the listeners to follow or keep up with yeah, all social media, um, Facebook at JJ Fad, Instagram at JJ Fad, Twitter at JJ Fad. It's all the same handle. Um, they can follow us there. We post all the time and we love to interact with our fans. So if you want to talk to us, if you have any questions, just go to any one of those social media outlets and we'll be there. Yeah. And yes, that, you guys are really, really nice and very talented. And But not only that, just very such a pleasure to meet you guys and to interview you and get to know where you've been and such great advice and you guys stable, well-rounded. And on top of that, just, just amazing. It's been such a great, such an honor to get to know you and, and um, see where you've been and to know that you guys are still performing. It would have been a shame to know that if you guys had stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We still around. Any words for the bones that you guys want to share? Um, just for everybody to keep their heads up during this time. Um, look inward, like Sassy said, make sure that you're speaking positive thoughts into the atmosphere and to yourself. 
and stay away from the quarantine 15 <laughs> and just, just make sure, just make sure that, um, you guys keep God first. We are all Christians and we all believe that all this stuff is happening for a reason. We might not understand it right now, but we know that there is an end to this and that we are going to come out stronger and just be thankful for, you know, the things that you have. If you're suffering right now, if you need somebody to talk to, don't be afraid to ask for help. Reach out, mm-hmm. call Reach a friend, out. call anybody. Reach out to somebody, do FaceTime, do a, a text, a call, anything. Just reach out. Don't sit there and be sad um, or lonely or worried because this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. I said that too. Amen. There's, Amen. Counseling. There's counseling, all virtual, everything. There's so many people yeah. out there, myself included, that accept insurance and do virtual counseling. There's a lot of people that didn't have anxiety now are starting to, um, yeah. you know, and even though like you were saying, Sassy, you were saying like it, you guys were all saying that to kind of look at it in a different perspective, that this is time to work on ourselves, but not everyone's capable of doing that, especially with some mental illnesses where, and it's kind of encouraging social anxiety and agoraphobia and people like that worked for home or enjoyed being at home and kind of were anxious out in public. Now it's going to be different going back to the new normal kind of whatever that mm. looks like with people interacting with each other. I wonder do you have any concern of where it's going to, how it's going to affect your tour and concerts coming up moving forward? It definitely will. We have, we've been in like huge arenas with thousands of people. And, um, we always were like touchy people hug, you know, Hey, thank you for, you know, like coming to see us. People spend their money, you know, hard Mm -hmm. money and come see us. We want to, you know, let them know we appreciate them. We don't know what the world's going to look like once this right. you know, new normal comes about. So right. I really think it's going to make a difference as far as the gathering, because I know in like California, they were saying that there's not going to be any concerts or sports or sporting events or anything, at least yeah. till 2021. And that's, that's what they said. They're gone. So mm-hmm. it's definitely going to affect the touring and, um, you know, gatherings. Who knows when we'll be able to have thousands of people together again. Yeah, and like Sassy said, for the fans, like some of the fans come out just specifically, especially the like the VIP, they pay for backstage to actually get an autograph, to actually take a picture. And, yep. you know, with social distancing, how could you take a picture with someone, you know? And it's it's going to be an impact. Hopefully, you know, they get this vaccine and whatever they get to, you know, be able to get this together we just we just pray on it and um you know mm-hmm. like like jb said this too shall pass mm-hmm. it isn't yet i mean because like sometimes you can get confused with the news media of what they're saying like they're they're saying oh you know we're we're um coming out of this um no disrespect to anybody but every day you know i don't know what i'm going to be faced with and there right. are so many people still coming in affected so many people still getting on ventilators so continue to stay home and continue to um, practice social distancing and wearing your mask because it's still very prevalent and yes washing your hands but you hear be be careful and you see it firsthand yes Yes. And see, that's, that's a part of it or a component that people don't really understand because <laughs> my husband was laughing at me one day. I came flying out and said, I'm like, what did he say? What did he say? Are you kidding me? You know, because 
unless you're you're dealing with it every day, you don't know. And I just feel like they're detached from reality, from what's really happening, you know, what's really going on. And I didn't think it would affect me the way that it does, but it, it, it really does. So if, if anybody, you know, just be careful, you know, because if, if you listen to, um, you know, we take what our leaders say, and if and sometimes it's not the best information because they're saying, you know, um, we're coming out of this. But tell that to the person that I'm taking care of on the ventilator um, wow. who's coming, who's not coming out of it. When you right. say how it has affected you, Sassy, what do you mean? You say I didn't expect it to affect me like this. What do you mean? I didn't I didn't think like looking at the news or the media, what they're saying, their versions of oh, we, we're having great success, you know, or this is a, um, how do they put it? They, they, they make it seem like it's jolly and it's, this is just going to blow over and it's, it's all good. Um, eventually, it will get to the point where it's controlled, but I don't think I would ever look at it like it's all good or we're, we're, right. we're grateful, you know, or something like that because there, to me, that's insensitive to all the people that died. You know, all the families that have been affected, all the families that don't get to see their loved ones. You know, normally in a, in a hospital situation, when someone is not doing well, we can call the family and say, hey, you know, get down here. You know, you know, tell everybody that this matters to, you know, come here and they can have a, a, a you know, time with their loved one. There's no such thing like that. So for them to, to, to. Um, say things like, oh, we're, we're, this is good. Oh, we, we're doing great. This is wonderful. You know, I didn't think that it would make me have feelings or get, you know, both like that because sometimes I'm just like, um, upset. I don't, I didn't know about it. And it makes me feel some kind of way. For the families or the patients that are actually um, dealing with this disease, because the ones that are fortunate to get off of the ventilator, it's a long road, you know, three or four weeks. It's not a wow. situation, even if they yeah. survive, you know, and I just feel like a lot of the information that's going forth isn't the correct information. And I just want people to understand that. It's not a bad thing. Stay home because you can. The the scary part are people that carry it and don't know they have it because you can still right. have it, and that's the that's the part. You know, we have people all the time still coming in. It's not like we just have people that are in the ICU and are going home or going the other way, but we have new cases coming in all the time. Every day, and and they make it seem like. It's coming to the end, and I pray that it is, but I don't see that. Mm, wow. That's what I meant, but I didn't think that it would affect me that way. Yeah. Um, the news, when I... The um, news, you feel like they're giving us false hope? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been. I have been. <laughs> we, stay we stay political, politically free off the show and religiously free. Like we, but... Mm -hmm. But the truth and that, you know, and how it affects and all that stuff. Um, but well, she's talking media. She's talking media. So we, yeah. we, we don't, we don't have a little political <laughs> <or> religion. <laughs> I mean, like, that's normally I, as far as like how it affects all of you. 
Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard to, you get so many different, you know, media takes on everything. It just depends on what media you listen to. Do you listen to this news channel? Do you listen to that news channel? You just got to use your best judgment and know that this disease is still out there and people are still transmitting it without even knowing it. So it, you just right. got to be careful. And, I, and I'm like Michelle, stay home. There is no reason for you to rush out there. As much as I miss those kids at school, I would never want them to come back to school right now. Not now. Right. Because it's going to affect everything. And when we go back to school, it's going to look a lot different. I'm sure that student seats will be further apart. There may not be a cafeteria. You might have to eat your lunch at your desk. It's just going to be a, a, like a new normal, Change. which we're not going to be used to. But this is just what we're living in right now. We just have to accept it and stay positive about it. But yeah, please stay home, guys, and wash your hands all the time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, you're not the only friend of mine that is a COVID nurse either. And they're saying the same thing. So yeah. So. And, or friends of mine with it actually. And they're saying, yeah. So instead of, instead of watching the news, we should watch supersonic and watch old videos. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the whole thing. I don't want people to think like, oh, you can't trust the news. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. that at all because we have to have some type of outlet. We have to have something that, you know, governs us. But when our no, see, I'm not going there. Okay, so we just we have to just just be wise. <laughs> use your yeah, yeah use your right. best judgment. Use your judgment. You guys know right. you common common sense. You know it's still out there. Stay home. Period. Okay. <laughs> okay so Point blank. Ask you guys. <laughs> period. The subject. <laughs> you're getting a lot of requests for a live performance. Ooh, oh. <laughs> uh, it, it would not sound the same over this platform so no you guys wow. I sound the same no, no funny part seriously guys i'm not even trying to be funny i mean with the same thing that's going on i'm looking at the clock going on it's three o'clock i have to be going to work <laughs> because i have to work tonight and be the best yeah. i can for these patients so i apologize it's no disrespect to anybody or anything look you hear my voice already cracking because i'm tired you guys have been great and very very lovely lovely ladies and thank you so much for your insight and for your your stories and to touch base and let us know how you're doing and a lot of the mental health, everything to and inspire others to do their best and to follow their dreams and everything. And, um, really appreciate you being on Moments of Clarity and remember to follow us all on our social media pages thank you thank you